See, we think that the world is getting dark and dark and darker and darker. But listen, the world has been dark for a long time. The world has had injustice for a long time. The world has had problems for a long time. It only seems that the world is getting darker and darker because the light of the church is growing dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. We're meant to be the light of the world. But we look at the darkness, shrug our shoulders, cover our lights, say, oh, look how dark the world's getting. And we blame it on the world. Really, it's our problem because we're not being the light of the world. Welcome to the Word Podcast, everybody. It's Sam. And guess what? We have another entry into the series, Who Am I?, where we are unpacking what the Bible says about humanity. Who are you? Who am I? We're unpacking that. Guys, last week we looked at an episode which was the light of the world, and it was actually part one to the light of the world. And this episode, we are looking at part two of the light of the world. You are the light of the world. What does that mean? Well, we're looking at that today. Guys, before we go any further, I want to invite you to pray with me. We're doing that right now. Why do we pray? Why do we always pray at the beginning of the episode? It's because I want to make sure that you know and that I know that the words that we are going to be going through today and the the scriptures and all the messages that we're looking at today, they are not mine. They're from God. And I'm going to ask God to take over right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your gospel. It is your gospel, not my gospel. It is your message. Father, and I just pray that your message goes forth. I remove my words, remove my ideas, and I just want to bring your ideas. Holy Spirit, take over my mouth and just, I pray that you just only allow me to speak what you would have me speak in Jesus' name. Change people's hearts, change people's minds, change people, change me, change all of us to make us look more like Christ in Jesus' mighty name. Save us, Father, save people. I pray for each person on the other side of this podcast, under the sound of my voice, each person, that you will touch their hearts now in Jesus' name and affect change in their lives. <sighs> Reveal to them who they really are in you, in Jesus' name, amen. Guys, like I said, we are looking at the second part of the light of the world. Now, last week, we started exploring the fact that you are the light of the world. I said that we need to assess what light we've got. We have light, whether we like it or not, and what light have we received? We receive light from around us, the world around us, different messages, different ideas, different knowledge, information, okay? And I said that last week, whatever light you receive is the light that you're going to give out, whether it is good or bad. We will either receive God's light or another light. Guys, go check out that episode. Go check it out. Now, today's episode, we're going to continue. Now, we must be the light in this world. We have to be, okay? To cease being light is to deny who you are. It is to deny your job, to deny the image of God within you. If you say, I don't want to be the light of this world, you are negating your true self because you're called to be the light of this world, whether you like it or not. And you will be the light in this world, either positively or negatively. Okay. Now, how do I be the light of the world? How do I be the true light of the world? That's what we're looking at today. Okay. And we're going to unpack Matthew 5, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 and onwards. Ready? It says this, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. See, you are the light of the world. There's nothing you can do to change this. You are the light of the world. Accept it. You are shining a light whether you like it or not. So what light have you got? What light are you shining? That's what you should be asking. You shouldn't be saying, but I don't want to be the light of the world. Too bad. You're already being the light of the world because that's what you're made to be. That's what humans are. We are the light of the world. Okay? That's what we're looking at in part one. What light have you got? So we're continuing. So you are the light of the world, whether you like it or not. 
Okay, the things that you do cannot be hidden. See, people see all the things that we do throughout the day. Do you know there's one thing that I've noticed in life is that everyone, well, not everyone, but there's always someone who's seeing what you're doing, someone who's watching what you're doing. And I don't mean that in a negative way, like they're stalking you, waiting for you to you know, make a mistake. No, I'm saying that they are watching you. They're looking at you, looking for inspiration. They're looking at you, looking for guidance. People see the things that you do and eventually they will be revealed by God. That's what the Bible says. It says in Luke chapter 8, verse 17, there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Listen, you might think you're living secret life. No one says that you're doing, you're just trying to live under the radar, but that is not the way life is. You were made to shine. There's nothing you can do about it. People notice the things that you do. They notice the things that I do. Light, you only need just a little bit of light. Light always finds a way. You ever notice like when you close the door, you turn the light off, there might be light underneath the door that finds its way into the room. I'm telling you, your light is finding a way out into the world, whether you like it or not. Okay, so a city that is set on a hill, it can't be hidden. Your light cannot be hidden, people, and neither can mine. So you've got to make sure you're shining the right light. Okay, so that's the first thing. You are the light of the world, whether you like it or not. And there's nothing you can do about it. If Jesus says you are the light of the world, you are the light of the world. Okay, it's not an option, not a choice. You are the light of the world. Verse 15, it says, Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Oh, come on. Now, this is where it gets good now, people. Come on. The nature of light is that it needs to shine. You're the light of the world. You need to shine. You have to shine. Okay, what happens when you try to cover your light up? What happens when you're going to try and cover that light up? Now, last episode, when we talked about light, the nature of light, we said that the example that Jesus would have been using in his Sermon on the Mount, okay, it was not like a light globe. It wasn't like the torch on your iPhone. He's talking about fire, a flame. What happens when you cover a flame? Or when you try to cover a flame? Hmm? What happens? It dies out. It suffocates because it needs oxygen. If you cut off what fuels it, it dies out. Okay, don't let your light die out. Don't let your light become darkness. We talked about that last episode where the light that is in you can become darkness. And one way to make sure it becomes darkness is to cover it up. Another way is to just receive darkness. Don't do that. Don't cover your light. Don't try and adopt a a fake humility and try and cover up your light. Some people do that. They adopt a fake humility, say, no, I'm just being humble. I'm just being humble. I don't want to be in the limelight. Listen, you are the light. Forget about trying to be in the limelight, okay? Don't adopt a fake humility and try and cover up your light. Even trying to cover your light is a kind of light. (laughs) You're still influencing your world through your passivity. In an attempt to try and cover up your light, you're sending a message. In an attempt to try and cover up your light, you are being a light, a bad light, a bad influence. Okay, people who try and do that, people who cover their light, they're people who see darkness, who see injustice in the world, and they just shrug their shoulders. These people see the darkness and they refuse to be light. They let the darkness overcome their light by not letting their light out. They let the darkness, they cover it and they let the darkness consume it. There you go, darkness, take my light. I don't want to be light. That's stupid. That's stupid and it's evil. The darkness is meant to overcome the light and one day, one day soon, the light will overcome the darkness when Jesus returns, I promise you. See, the world needs light. It is a dark world and it needs the message of light of the gospel. It needs the message of Jesus, the message of the kingdom, the message of the cross, the message of forgiveness and the remission of sins because of the work of Christ. It needs the church to get lit up. It needs to get hot to create a fire. 
It needs the church to be a light. See, we think that the world is getting dark and dark and darker and darker. But listen, the world has been dark for a long time. The world has had injustice for a long time. The world has had problems for a long time. It only seems that the world is getting darker. The world is getting darker and darker because the light of the church is growing dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. We're meant to be the light of the world. But we look at the darkness, shrug our shoulders, cover our lights, say, oh, look how dark the world's getting. And we blame it on the world. Really, it's our problem because we're not being the light of the world. So when you have the light of Christ, when you have the light of Christ, and I say that again, when you have the light of Christ, because that's the light we want to shine. Okay, when you have his light, not your own, put it on a lampstand, people. So it gives light to all who are in the house. So it gives light to the world. Don't be shy about shining Christ's light, okay? Don't be apologetic for it and, and, and apologize for shining Christ's light. Don't do that. That's okay. Be the light of the world. People, aren't, people don't apologize for being darkness in the world. People don't apologize for being a negative influence in the world. People love it. They put themselves out there. They got no problem. But Christians, we're the light of the world. We've got the answers that the world needs and we, we're afraid to be light. We're afraid. We let the darkness overcome. We'd rather cover it up. And then we say the world's getting darker and darker and darker when really the light is going out. The light is getting dimmer and dimmer. So what is the solution? Well, let's have a look. Verse 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify who? Your Father in heaven. What's the solution? Let your light shine. Let the light that you have received from Christ shine before men. Do not cover it. Do not adopt a fake light, a corrupted, darkened light. Shine Christ's light through your unique gifts and your unique abilities. You are meant to be more like Christ, yeah? You're meant to shine His light, okay? But you do that in your own unique way. He, he uses your gifts. He keeps the, the beauty that He created you with and He uses that beauty and uniqueness and unique abilities that you have to shine His light. What gifts have you got? What abilities have you got? What are you good at? What, what do you just find so easy to do, so naturally to do? And you can say, do you know what? I can, I can be... Christ's light in the world through this gift, through this ability. What is your gift? What is your gift? Your gift will make way for you in the world. What is your gift? Okay, I, I encourage you to find that out. Do you know it was that message of, of gifting and purpose when I realized I had a gift, I realized I had a purpose in this world. That is the message that led me to salvation. It led me to the saving grace of Christ when I was 18 years old. The fact that I had a purpose, I had a gift and that Christ had given it to me, and I was called to be a light in the world, that led me to salvation. It led me to salvation. So discover what unique gifts and abilities God has given you and, and how you can use them to shine Christ's light. Okay, that's the first thing. Next thing, combine your light with other people, other people's light, other people's gifts, so you can Make it bigger and brighter and make a bigger and brighter light. Get united with other Christians and fan the flames that you have. Remember, the, the light is like a fire. And when you add all these different little flames together, it becomes a massive bonfire. Guys, time is running out. I don't know if you understand, but time is running out. Christ is coming back and people need light. They need it because they're falling in love with the darkness and they're succumbing to the darkness. Re we got to reach in and pull them out. I, I, I remember my second episode was life and death. And I spoke about the fact that Christ has walked out of the tomb and he is the light of the world through us and shining back into the tomb, calling people out. Because one day the tomb is going to be closed and those who love the darkness and want to stay in the darkness will be left in the darkness. They will be left in the darkness. We need to get them out. Christ wants to get them out and he wants to use his church to do it. Okay, we need to do his works. 
His works, not your own. His works, his light, his works. It says in John chapter 9, the Bible says, As long as it is day, this is Jesus speaking, as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. Jesus says, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus is saying here that he must do the works of the one who sent him. The one who sent him is the Father. What were Jesus' works? He preached the gospel. He opened blind eyes. He reconciled the world to God. We are to do the same. Verse 16, I read it. People may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What good works are we talking about? We are talking about doing the same works that Jesus did. John chapter 20 says, Jesus says this, he says, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. So the Father sent Jesus into the world to do certain works, everything that he did. Go check out the Gospels. And now Jesus sends us, and he says, the same way that the Father sent me to do these works, I'm sending you, people. I'm sending you. He says, while I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Guess what? Jesus ain't in the world no more. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And who's in the world? His church. We are in the world and we are called to be the light of the world. See, we're his disciples. Do you know what that means? It means that we are to become like him, to do what he does, to say what he says, to think how he thinks, to love how he loves and to be the light of the world. Listen, being a light in the world is is one of the most pure ways you can love somebody. If you have someone walking off a cliff Okay, and you need to save them by telling them you're walking off a cliff and you save them, you move them. At the end of the day, you're going to tackle them to get them from walking off that cliff. Okay, you're being a light in the world. That's what it means to be a light in the world. If we know people are in darkness, okay, and we really believe that they're going to have an eternity in darkness and we are meant to be the light of the world, the most loving thing that we can do is get them out of that darkness. The most loving thing that we can do, because I promise you, the Bible says it, that people will love the darkness. They'll stay in that darkness. They'll fight for the darkness. John chapter 3, verse 19, it says this, This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. People, Christ is returning. See, I feel like, I feel like he's so close. I feel like he's approached the door, this, this metaphorical door. He's approached the door. He has unlocked the door. He has turned the doorknob and he's just looking at the father, waiting for the father to say, go. And he will open that door and come back into this world. I believe that. I believe that he's just so ready to come back. See, you're the light of the world. What light have you got? Are you shining Christ's light? Are you shining Christ's light? You be the light of the world by shining Christ's light into a dark world and expelling the darkness from the lives of others. Don't be afraid to be light. It's who you're made to be. It's what you already are, whether you accept it or not. And you're being a light right now, whether you accept it or not. What kind of light are you being? You're you're called to be a light that does the good works, that does good works, not just any old works, good works, works that glorify the Father. Do you know what glorifies the Father? Saving people, saving people. The Bible says, he who gains souls is wise. That's the most valuable thing that we've got is each other, is humans. And we are just so happy to cover up our light and say, ah, there's some people over there, they're in the darkness. Let them have the darkness. It's all good. Have each other as good as each other. That's how we, that's not loving. That's not love. That's, that's evil. That's evil, people. And that is a bad light. That is a, that is a darkened light. But you are called to be Christ-like. And you are called to shine Christ's light. Don't be afraid to do it. You're already shining a light. All you've got to do is change the light you've got. Have you got Christ's light? I've said enough. I'm going to keep going around in circles otherwise. I believe I've said enough. Have you got Christ's light? If you have not got Christ's light, if you feel like you are someone who is in the darkness, 
Christ is calling to you. He's calling to you. And he's saying, follow me. Follow me. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but he will have the light of life. You need life. You need life. I need life. We need life. And we get life by following Christ, by walking out of the darkness and into the light, walking out of the tomb and into the light of Christ. Look, I feel like I could just keep talking. I feel like I could just keep going. But I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop because I actually feel like after this episode's done, after the prayer, see, don't go before the prayer. The prayer, see, the prayer to me at the end is the most important part. It's where we make real what we've learned. Okay, but I believe that after the prayer, you should just go talk with God on your own. Whatever you're doing, driving, walking, cleaning, cooking, whatever, just talk with God. Talk with Him. I'm going to step back and I'm just going to give you two a time to do that. We're going to do that after the prayer though, after I sign off. Okay, so let's pray now. And like I said, don't shut this off. Stop what you're doing. Let's pray together because I believe this is probably the most important part of what we do. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is so powerful. Hallelujah. I'm going to invite you to pray with me now. We're going to pray for ourselves, pray for each other. We're also going to pray for those who are in the darkness. And maybe someone will come to your mind as we pray. And I want you to pray for them, intercede for them right now. Father God, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving. We thank you for your word. Your word is so powerful, Father. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord. And it just divides. It divides. Father, we just pray right now that you will remove people from the darkness. We thank you for what you did on the cross and the resurrection, Father, because through the cross and through the resurrection, you made a way for us to walk out of the darkness and into the light, to be translated from the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of the Son of the Father's love. Father, I just pray for anyone under the sound of my voice who believes in the darkness, who has not received you as Lord, Father, and he's not following you. Father, I just pray that you shine into their hearts right now. Holy Spirit, shine into their hearts and give them faith to walk. We walk by faith. Give them faith to walk, Father, and follow the person of Jesus Christ. Cover them in Jesus' name. Protect this word, Lord. Protect this word and let it bring forth fruit that you will enjoy in the kingdom. Lord, I just pray for anyone that is, that is on our minds, that anyone under the sound of my voice who they've thought of, Father. And it, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a colleague. We pray for them right now and ask for you to intercede for them, Father, and just intervene in their lives in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you encourage this person. Give them boldness to be light. Father, first give them your light if they don't have it. Give them your light. Father, and any Christian, any brother or sister who is too afraid to be light, Father, give them boldness. Let them know they are righteous. They are made right with you because the righteous are as bold as a lion. Listen, person, whoever you are, if you're saved, you're following Jesus, you are righteous. You are perfect in His sight. Not because you're so good, but because He's so good and He gives us His righteousness. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are righteous. Not because I say so, because He says so, because He did it on the cross. Father, let them see that you love them because your perfect love will cast out fear. In Jesus' mighty name, I'm going to end on that note. You love us. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. We thank you for your love now in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Guys, that was a heated episode. That was <laughs> that was good. I liked it. That was good. Do you know why? Because they're good news. Everyone, I just hope you have a blessed, blessed week. You will have a blessed week. I just declare it right now. And guys, go check out my Insta. Go check out my Facebook. See what we're doing over there. Check out on past episodes. And guys, if you want to support us, you love what we're doing here at The Word Podcast, go to our Buy Me A Coffee page. I'm going to put the link down below. You can support us by becoming a one-time supporter or a regular member. It's completely up to you guys. I'm going to leave that for you. And now I'm going to leave you to go have that chat with God that I talked about before. Guys, be loved, be loved, and be blessed. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.